Welcome back, everyone, to the NFT Nation podcast, the most relatable and reliable NFT and crypto podcast in the nation. In today's episode, I am blessed to have the founder of the Games of New Pork NFT collection, Steve Sposato, with me today. The Games of New Pork collection is an amazing NFT collection on the Solana blockchain that is providing holders with utility like staking, play-to-earn games like casinos, and even merchandise. So with that out of the way, I would like to welcome Steve onto the podcast. What's going on, Steve? Welcome to the NFT Nation. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. Looking forward to this. I've been I've been dying all week to get <laughs> get down here and chat with you. Awesome. I appreciate your kind of excitement for coming on the podcast today, and I can't wait to get uh, into learning all the or all things about you now and the pot in the uh, kind of collection as well. So, with that out of the way, do you kind of care to give the audience a little bit of a summary about who you are and kind of what you do inside the space? Before we get into everything. Absolutely. I'd be glad to. So I'm Spazzato, Steve Spazzato, the godfather, uh, the, the chief executive officer, founder of Gangs of New Pork. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, we're on the Solana blockchain. And uh, I am the creative mind, vision, and everything behind this NFT collection. I do the dev work. I do uh, the promotions. I'm in the server every day. Uh, it's not often you can hop in a server and just hang out with the founder. But I'm there every day, uh, grinding away looking to the vision, looking for the community support and their insight and what they want it to become. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm pretty excited to learn more about the collection as well as kind of your role in it. So if you don't mind, before we kind of get into all that, just a little bit of background on who you are, do you kind of care to explain what you do outside of the collection, maybe some of your hobbies? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So I am, uh, I'm 42 year old. I'm living down here in Houston, Texas. My background comes from the construction world where I I ground out a lot of hard years of work for over 15 years until I started up my own company, made that successful from from nothing to being able to flip it and sell it outright as a whole package deal. And then I moved down here to Texas. I got in the petroleum service. uh, And that's what I do on my day to day where I'm a supervisor and uh, moving my way up a career ladder over there, paying the bills. You know, we all got to eat. I got a family. I got some children's and uh, they like eating. So we keep working and grinding on uh, in the real life. Right. Yeah. Um, and then as far as hobbies, uh, I like to make music. Uh, I like to do woodworking uh, and then digital. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'm always tinkering with computer programming and uh, AI generative generative art and uh, man racing. I, I drive a Corvette. I, I take that racing at least once a month and uh I'm all over the place, man. I got to keep active. I got to keep this brain busy. Yeah, and kind of on that topic of how you, uh, one of your hobbies is making music. We talked earlier uh, off the pod about how you kind of create your own music. Can you kind of give some background and uh, some information about that? Yeah, so I've I've always loved music and uh, I've been playing guitar since I was probably like 13 years old. You know, I used to play in punk rock bands in the 90s and the early 2000s up in the Northeast and uh, get out and get crushing and just get drunk and have a great old time. And then as I grow older and, uh, you know, life moves on, I kind of got away from it. And then over the past few years, I really started to dive back down in there and pick it back up and uh, make some more digital music with all the tools and everything we have now. I don't even need a band. I can create everything myself. And that's been a blast. And uh, I just make it for fun, man. You know, like uh, it's just an outlet for me. I can 
talk all my craziness. All my music's really weird, and it's out there, and a lot of satire. And it, I'm all about humor and laugh. Uh, I think that drives uh, a healthy lifestyle. You got to be able to kick back and laugh when the world's all in its fucking crazy ways it's going. So uh, I make some wild ass music, uh, and then it actually happened that it popped off, and one of my songs went viral about a year ago. Uh, it's the monkey doesn't wear any pants song. Completely fucking ridiculous, absolutely <laughs> absurd. And uh, but it hit. It's about to roll into two million streams on Spotify, and then uh, it's on every single streaming platform there is. And uh, it's fun though. I love it. I get little fan messages all the time on my Instagram and Twitter and stuff. It's really cool to connect with people. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool to just kind of see that you're uh, in a bunch of different spaces. Like, there's a lot of people that only do crypto, and that's nothing else. It's good to see that you have a wide variety. I think it makes the 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 person better inside the crypto space when they have a wide variety of hobbies outside, because it kind of gives them time to take a break and kind of expand on everything. But to kind of hop into crypto, do you mind explaining maybe your first、um, experience with crypto and how you got into it? Yeah, so、uh, I had started trading crypto maybe a maybe about a year ago, right? Uh, uh, I started trading when Shiba when Shiba started hitting off, right? That was the first one. Somebody gave me a little tip. They're like, "Hey, man, you're pretty smart. You can read charts. You can do all this stuff. Have you have you played with crypto yet?" And I was like, "No, man. I've done my research. I've looked into it, but I haven't really fucked with any crypto." And they're like, "Hey, hit up this Shiba. It's gonna blast." And I was like, "Oh yeah, fuck it. Let's let's throw some some of this monkey money on there, right? It's free money. Let's let's gamble with it." <clears throat> so I bought into Shiba. I bought in pretty low. And、uh, I got in before the biggest spike that happened, and I sold out. And then I had a bunch of extra income. I was like, "Oh shit, that worked well." And then I started playing around with other coins and and learning and tinkering and and reading charts and graphs and trying to figure out how to flip and and what to hold and all that good stuff. And I had I had like one or two real life friends that were were good in the space and helping me along. And that all led, and then it kind of it kind of fizzled for a while, right? There wasn't a lot of anything hot happening. I was getting a little bored. And、uh, and I had been hearing about the NFTs for a long time, so I like jumped over into that world and started researching and trying to find, you know, how does this work? What are these about? Is this just art? And then I was like, oh, some of these have utilities. That's pretty cool. I was like, well, I need to get some. So the first one I bought was called Soul Fruit.、Uh, that that was a hard rug.、Uh, I had no idea what I was doing. It just looked like a cool little JPEG, you know. I bought that, and that went absolutely nowhere. But thankfully, I only I only purchased one of those. <laughs> I was like, okay, we got to do a little bit more research, right? There's more to this than just seeing a nifty little JPEG and, and diving in. So I started researching. I had bought a couple things. Nothing really、uh, panned out,、uh, you know. But I, I wasn't going broke on them.、Uh, I was able to flip them for you know a few cents here or there or whatever. But I, I wasn't finding that one that I need to hold or. You know, a long-term buy or whatever, and then I came across this one. It was called Zero Pigs Given, and I was actually in another server, and, and somebody was talking about it.、And、became cool friends with them. We were talking. We hopped in there.、Uh, Mint Day came on there. There was a lot of hype in the server. Everything seemed real cool. It was a little bit of a slow mint, but the the community manager in there started dropping giveaways and all this stuff to promote it. And it ended up they cut the collection, but I think it was like around a thousand. I think they cut it from three thousand to a thousand. I bought like fifty of these things. I was like, man, these are cool. These little pigs are cool. It was supposed to be fifty percent of secondary, a DAO creation, and then like a whole bunch of other utilities coming based on it. It's like, oh yeah, I, I finally found the one. This is going to be the one. I'm in here at the ground floor. It's going to be great. 
make some bank on this. I'll hold some awesome, really cool people. I've been in here for months, you know, chatting every day, making friends on top of it, which was really yeah. cool. Yeah, slow, slow rug, slow rug, brother. Let me tell you. So like they made the Dow and everything, right? And this community manager was there every day, but you didn't see anybody else. You didn't see any other devs. I was starting to question it. I'm like, ah, this looks sus, right? And uh, and I had messaged this guy before and I was like, hey, look, you need to add us to these things, right? Get us some more traction in here on the secondary, get us up on the secondary, you know, get us on how rare is and all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He would answer my DMs and talk to me. And then one day, here it comes. Here's the fucking DM of all DMs. It's like, hey, man, I just want to let you know that the devs are a hard rug on this. I was like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, I, I haven't told anybody. He's like, I'm telling you because you're the biggest whale in this project. You're you're like super invested here. I'm like, fuck, yeah, I am. <clears throat> and he's like, would you be interested in taking it over? And I was like, oh, well, fuck, that's a that's quite the, a question to ask me here. And uh, so I hit up my friend, the one that brought me in there who was actually modding in the server at the time. And I was like, do you know anything about this? Are you fucking part of this? And they're like, no, what the fuck is happening? And I, and I explained it and shit. And so I was like, well, give me a few days. I need to sit back and fucking reflect upon this shit. Uh, but the thing was, I was already considering starting my own NFT collection. I was going to do something music related. And uh, I had some fra- groundwork placed on that. I had a roadmap built out on that. I had a server all ready to go and lined up. I was like, well, shit, maybe I just flip, maybe I just flip over and uh, I, I take this fucking thing over and see if we can rebuild it. And I put it to the community. Since there was already a little DAO formed, I hopped in there and said, hey, guys, look, this is what I found out. You know, I posted all the, the DMs that I got, I screenshotted everything. I dropped it in there and they're like, yeah, man, do it. We'll support you. And that's how the uh, road, the path to Gangs of New Pork began. So hadn't been in the crypto space that long and, and even shorter in the NFT collection uh, space, you know, the NFT space. And uh, I kind of got thrown in head first. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool to see that you're you wanted to recreate something that you kind of got rugged on. But also it's it's cool to see that you even though you were new in the in the like NFT and crypto space, you're like, you know what? I can do this. Oh, let me just learn it. Let me just learn a few topics. Let me learn a few uh, ins and outs of the NFT collection world, and I could take this over. I can, I can fix it. That's really cool. Absolutely, yeah. It was a lot of learning on the fly for sure. Every day I was hitting the Google and forums and YouTube and uh, all the resources I could access, asking other people in Discord's questions and taking the community feedback, of course, as well. Yeah, and kind of on the topic of starting the Gangs of Newport collection and turning it into something kind of beautiful from uh, trash, you could say. Yeah, for sure. Was, was there, can you kind of explain maybe some speed bumps or roadblocks that you had to go through to transfer the collection over? Yeah, so there was a few, man. Uh, so I don't have access. I What I was able to get access to was the Twitter login. I was able to get access to the Discord and an email. That was it. We could not get community wallets we could not get any funds that was all locked away by the rug dev so what we had was this collection it was on magic eden people were holding them i was like well here's step one roadblock what do i do about these things right (laughs) and then because i don't have access to like wallets and and everything and i'm not like the 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 main account right i'm not the treasury account nothing could be automated there was no way I could like automate a trade in to a token to anything. 
And on top of it, these pigs, these these rug pigs, where that's what was set up with grape protocol to get people verification into the DAO. So if they just sent them to me, then I break access to the DAO and everything. So that was like big bump in the road, number one. Like, how do I get past that? So I was like, well, let me make a DAO token. So that was it. That And that gets me started right now. I got to figure out how to make a candy machine, do metadata generation for an NFT and everything. But I'm doing it on a small scale, right? It's not the whole project. So it's a good little test for me. And we made that work, right? So that's how we got people back in. And then I was like, okay, now just hang hang tight. I got to find new art. And so I had to go out and search for artists, right? I don't have, I didn't have anybody in real life anymore close to me that was a good digital artist. Because if I was going to do this, my new art, I needed my new art to be like killer, right? It had, it had to be way better than what we were coming from. So I'm on Fiverr. I'm on Twitter. Like I post on Twitter. I'm getting hit up every which way, but it's not good. Like the yeah. art's just not there. It's not horrible, right? It's not bad. I'm not saying anything bad about anybody on, on Fiverr or anything, but it just didn't pop. It just looked generic to me. And then it then it happened to be one community member was like, hey, I know this guy. He's not in the crypto world. He's not even on Twitter or Discord but you can find him on Facebook. And I was like, well, fuck, I'm an old man. I still have a Facebook. <laughs> Let me go over there. And and uh, and that's how I found the artist, man. We, we were able to link up, make a deal. His art was fire. His name is Rua. He is now in Discord and on Twitter. Uh, I got him pushed that way to get his name out there. Uh, so that was like the first roadblock to overcome. It's like, how do I even flip this? Yeah. You kind of... Is, was there any more before we kind of hop into? Yeah, um, for sure. Let me think about that for a moment. We definitely hit different roadblocks along the way. Candy it's like I can, I can only imagine the problems you'd have to go to when you were given the reins of a collection, but you weren't giving given any like actual authority with like the wallets or anything. So you're kind of just like, well, shit, man. I got a yeah. Twitter and a Discord. It was, That's about it. It was it, and it was just me. So uh, I ended up posting uh, in one of our Discord channels, like, I was like, hey, if you're in the DAO and you want to help with this project and you have skill sets, you know, that could, like, assist us, sign on up, you know, join the team. I was like, I can't pay anything, but maybe we can all make money in the long run if we can flip this around. And I did, man. I started getting volunteers and everything. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, none of them really had experience in the crypto space. So I was like, okay, well, this is still, you know, uh, this is, it's pretty shabby team here, but we're yeah. going to make do. And uh, and then the next big roadblock they hit, we're making some traction, right? We're trying to get our name out there. I have one person, they're running the Twitter for me. I'm like, here's the Twitter login, man. All I need you to do is just, you know, make posts every day, engage everybody. And uh, their background was in marketing, right? IRL marketing. Did not translate well to the Twitter world. I was like trying to guide them. I'm like, no, man, I don't know what you're doing. You're making the same post every day. That's not going to be engaging. You got to really get out there. You got to be creative. You have to yeah. engage people, right? Attention spans are really short here. They want it quick fire. You got about things. one and a half seconds. On yeah, Twitter I was like, no, and then not get swipe swipe through. Exactly, and I, and the consistency. I was like, you're not being consistent. This is not working. And uh, so he, he was trying to tweak it, and I was trying to help. I was like, all right. And then uh, I, I wake up one morning to all these DMs. Hey, what's going on with the Twitter? What happened to the Twitter? And at, time, at that time, 
I think we had about 5,000 followers on Twitter. I was like, what do you guys mean? What's wrong with Twitter? And I hop on over. Uh, Twitter account has been suspended. No. I was like, oh, you fucking kidding me. What is going on here? So I don't know if you've ever had to communicate with Twitter support. It's fucking trash. It's I just, can only imagine. Oh, I've had so to, I've had bad. many problems with Instagram. Mm-hmm. And Instagram doesn't even have any type of like customer support. They no. just have a bunch of different pages where it's like, here's how you can troubleshoot, but we can't actually help you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was able to like respond to their email and like I I appealed. I appealed our suspension. I was like, I don't know what we're doing wrong. Could you could you at least give me some detail on why we were suspended if we did something wrong? Nothing. Just crickets, man. Nothing ever came back. And the only thing I think might have happened is the gentleman that I had running the Twitter, I think tried to bot it with, you know, like a follow unfollow type bot and ran it fast and got flagged but we never got it back so if you look at our twitter now it's gangs of new pork 2 uh because <laughs> i ha- and that and that sucked man so now i'm at zero followers right i reboot in the middle of trying to reboot a project now i have to reboot the twitter which looks horrible like right now you have all these questions well what are you guys doing why did you get suspended Blah blah blah. You're already now, wrong. Now you look you're wrong. Untrustworthy. Untru- yeah, yeah I'm like, oh all. fuck me. What else is gonna go wrong here? Um, yeah. But you know, we we're able to. When we, we still, even to this day, we have never gone back up to the volume that that original account had. But who knows? Like that account came from the 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 rug devs anyway, so it was probably full of botted accounts and fake followers as it was. Yeah. Yeah. So there obviously has been a few uh, bumps in the road. Many. Many more than you'd probably be happy to talk about. But I will say, it, or eventually, you all got a very, very clean and pristine collection together. So it's really cool to see that and to kind of hop into learning about Gangs of New Pork and everything. Can you give the audience maybe a basic summary of what the NFT collection is, some of the goals, and kind of just say what you like about the collection? Absolutely. I'd love to do that part. So Gangs of New Pork... Uh, uh, that is the project name. Our first collection is actually the Piggy Blinders. So there are 868 Piggy Blinders. Uh, and the lore behind it, I love the lore, right? So we have the gangs of New Pork, New Pork City, Central Pork to the Empire Squeal Building. You got the Godfather <laughs> himself with his bodyguard, Robo Pig, protecting the city. Life is good. The pigs, uh, the citizens have driven out the, the wolves, right? The wolves are gone. They were a big nuisance everything's good families are good happy everything's going well and then one day these pigs hit the shores of new pork city they sailed over here from the uk right they were poor they were tired they were hungry they were beaten they, they make it to the shores of of new pork city and and they just start going reckless man they're looting they're robbing they're, they're beating up the citizens uh the godfather's got to get all all hands on deck with the police department and uh and get it cleaned up there originally was three thousand of these piggy blinders that hit the shore they were able to capture kill and otherwise uh them down to 868 so there's 868 of these guys left uh roaming the streets that we we've captured up now 74 percent of them are locked up because we have staking that's right so we tie the lore into the real world right so 74 percent of these these piggy blinders are locked up staking they're earning icon token because the gangs of new pork is an exclusive icon partner 
We are a, a partner project in this larger network of projects where we all utilize one token. So the token that you lock up and stake for and earn is usable not just in our project, but in all projects that are partners with the Icon Network. Uh, so there's a casino coming shortly. It'll be out this month. Uh, where you can bet and wager on various casino games using your icon token. And the Gangs of Newport, we have our own collectible card game, like a battle card game coming out. Uh, we're looking for full release on that sometime in August, uh, where you will hook up and connect via your phantom wallet or other wallet. It will read what piggy blinders you have, and that will build your deck of cards. And rarity matters, so the more rare your card is, the more powerful it will be in game, and you will connect via multiplayer to another real player. You each put in 100 icon, and the winner takes 150, and then the house takes 50 to help support the project. Uh, our merchandise, right? We just we just hit a milestone on the roadmap last meet, week where we launched our merch store, so you can go to gangsofnewpork.shop. Uh, we have shirts, hoodies, cups, mugs, uh, phone cases, uh, shorts, uh, bikinis for the ladies, and there's there'll be more coming all the time. So right now you can purchase that stuff with any fiat currency uh, that you want, any credit card, PayPal, or whatever. You can also use uh, Coinbase Commerce. We're hooked up, so you can use Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, uh, Ethereum, Litecoin, Dogecoin, and USDC. So if you're earning staking your uh, Icon token, the liquidity pool is about to hit. So the liquidity pool was pulled from that and it's coming back. Uh, it had to be pulled due to SEC regulations in the United States and then stay like that for 120 days. So by the end of this month, before the end of this month, a new liquidity pool will be backing our ICON token and give it its initial value, which will continue to grow as new partner projects come into the ICON network. Uh, everybody gives a percentage of their mint funds to back the LP so it, it continues to gain value. So once that LP hits, you'll be able to go to Radium, swap your icon for uh, USDC, and then just hop in and buy our merch. So basically, you like every month or so, depending on how much you've got staked, you can get like free clothes or or like so cups cool. or whatever we add. Uh, so those are the biggest things we've got coming. There are more things, definitely. So it's I'm looked at this as a brand, right? And that's part of it. Step one is the merch, right? So obviously, if you know the NFT world, you've you've heard about Gangs of New Pork, you're already in there, you probably love it, right? And you love the merch. But to be a successful brand, you have to branch outside that space, right? You don't want to stay confined to just the NFT world. So that's why, you know, if you go to our merch sites, it's all Piggy Blinders, Gangs of New Pork, but we don't really talk about NFTs there because it can be a detractor for some people. Some people just have like this hatred towards NFTs for some reason. They don't even like the idea or concept. So you go there, it's just cool graphics, it's cool streetwear, it's just some cool shit. So that's how you start branching out. And I I I mm, what do I want to say? Let me drop a little, let me drop a little just for the podcast. So we are looking towards the end of this year, we will be branched out into webisodes. So we are going to do an exclusive cartoon series, adult I was, cartoon series. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I was just asked, I was just willing to ask about that because mm-hmm. when you gave that little, I want to say trailer about now, now, now the uh, gangs are coming from the UK and they're they're poor and they're hungry. That legit felt like a trailer, and I was like, this got to be a series. This has to yeah. be something. This is cool. Totally is. It totally is. I haven't talked to. I've hinted about it in Twitter spaces here and there. 
<clears throat> I haven't dived into it too deep because uh, it's it's not that close, right? There, that's a lot of work that has to happen. It's a lot of outside work uh, that has to happen. But I already am in talks. Uh, I have uh, I have a friend in a partner project that is actually developing a part of their utility is a new digital animation studio because their background is in animation. So I've already contacted them. We've started talking. Uh, so it's going to happen. I'm looking initially like 10 episodes of 10 to 15 minutes long and then just take all the handwritten lore that I have and we're going to flesh it out. And uh, when we get closer, like I said, this is a little ways off, right? We're at least six months out before I can make this happen because I want it. I want it hot. I want it awesome and perfect. Uh, and there's a lot of work doing all the animation voiceover and whatnot. But one of the cool things I want to do too. So if you have a piggy blinder, so in the in the past in the server we've run some different contests like name your piggy, right? And that was really popular because people like to to like build out their character and name their pig. So the same thing, we're gonna run a similar one, right? Okay, give me your name, pigs, and just write me a little backstory on it. And then the top ones will be in season one of the of the cartoon. So you could get featured in the cartoon with your piggy blinder. Whoa. Yeah, That's so I cool. thought that was that has, cool, very, right? that has me very excited for kind of the, the future of everything. Absolutely, yeah. Always building, growing, and and I'm totally open. Like we are so community based, right? Because we're small. We're not like one of these huge D gods, cats on crack projects. So it's real easy right now for me to connect to everybody every day. Every day, I'm personally in that Discord chatting with everybody, and they can DM me, right? I I open my friend request to these guys. Or there's certain channels they can hit me up in. And uh, what ideas do you have? So one one of them was like, why don't we start doing poker tournaments? We tried it a little bit. Let's uh, let's start making it like a weekly, monthly thing. So Saturday, uh, I don't know when this will air, but this Saturday uh, we're having a our first poker tournament uh, that's going to build. This one's open to everybody, but eventually it'll be holders-only poker tournaments where you can win soul and nfts from not just us from other projects icon token and all that so that's one of the things we're building towards and that's because that's what the community that's wanted. Awesome. yeah that's awesome i'm really excited for the future and kind of talking about the future and with about the past as well so obviously i'm really excited for the future of your collection and everything and kind of talking back on the past of the collection and uh transferring the roadmap from a broken rugged nft collection to a new one where you're trying to make everyone happy and make the collection work can you talk about the your all's roadmap how it's been and maybe what you're most happy and passionate about that you were able to complete on the roadmap yeah absolutely so initially when i i dropped the roadmap right i spent like days weeks even like grinding thinking like what are all the things i want to do what are all the utilities i can build out to just you know, create all this value and, and for all the holders and myself, right? It was like, it was like, I don't know, 12 pages when I dropped the original initial roadmap. And, uh, and then, uh, then I got some feedback and they're like, this is way too much for people to read. I was like, okay, all right. Uh, I wanted to be thorough and detailed. No, they're like, no, it's amazing, but just give us something simple. So, all right. So I cut it down, made it into bullet points, right? We had some really cool shit. But then we're into marketing, right? So now you got to market this thing, right? You got to sell these these NFTs to achieve these goals on your roadmap. That's just kind of how this thing works. 
and it was slow man like i was out there grinding every day trying to figure out how to grow it so we could sell it because the initial collection like i said was three thousand. the day we finally launched on mint uh was the day solana network decides to crash boom flat lines all all momentum we had rolling that day just dead flat it finally comes back up we get the mint rolling again we're trying to get that hype built back up right and then what happens the crypto market just takes a dump right all all the value is gone son of a bitch so it's a slow mint right uh so that's when i start getting on the twitter spaces and i'm doing my shill and i'm doing i'm doing my hot shill and, and it starts bringing in people it starts bringing in people but it's still a slow mint uh I, i'm hitting every technique i think of to to get people interested and people you know buying and stuff so finally we, we left our mint open for weeks right and we finally decided all right we've made it to a point where we can fund where i can fund what I want to do going forward. So let's close it down. So we ended up cutting from 3,000 to 868. That being said, there's certain things that I would not be able to achieve that I had placed in the roadmap. One of them, here's a fun one that got cut from the roadmap. One of my initial things was we were going to lock mint funds into Luna for staking. And then, oh, wow. Yeah. And then drop snapshot. And, and pay out holders because at the time, Luna was a 19% APY, right? So if we took fat fat stacks and dropped it on a 19% APY and then paid that out at the end of the year, that would have been a nice little passive income for everybody. Well, thank God we didn't get there because we, uh, we see how Luna turned out. Yeah. Uh, so that got cut, right? So that's out of there. Thank God. Uh, and then there were some other things. So one of my big things I wanted to do was create our own NFT marketplace. But that's expensive. I couldn't code all that myself. Uh, uh, so so we we're like, damn, how are we going to achieve that and stuff? That's when the Icon partnership happened, right? I got introduced to this guy, Koja. Uh, he's the founder. He's the CEO of the Icon Network. And my boy, City Bay, kind of hooked us up and linked us together. We started talking. And, he, and a lot of his ideas of what he wanted to do within that network matched the things that I wanted to do in our roadmap but was not going to be able to immediately achieve based on, you know, our diminished mint revenue. So he's like, yeah, we're going to make our own, uh, you know, marketplace. I was like, perfect. Then I can just tie into yours. We were going to do staking with the piggies, right? I was going to do an oink to- token where you would stake and earn oink to achieve these things. He's like, we're, we've got the icon token. It's already established. We already have a supply and this is how we're building the LP. Uh, I was like, perfect i can just tie into that one and that saves me so although we cut like we had to cut some shit out of our roadmap we didn't really lose that much because i i went out i i i made this happen this partnership happen with icon network and the things that i was about to lose just kind of came right back into the fold so yeah. that that worked out really cool that's really cool i was i was just about to ask how the kind of icon network has helped you all grow and kind of um, fix a lot of issues that you might have come pat like come uh, might have interacted with if that makes sense and I mean I, I'm really excited about the icon network I've interviewed a few people that are are part of the icon network and I'm really excited for the future and I'm kind of bullish on the entire network as a whole. So since you just talked about the Icon Network and kind of how they have helped you uh, kind of fix some problems and kind of upgrade the NFT collection to be able to do a lot more things, 
can you kind of explain to the viewers that maybe don't understand what the Icon Network is? You can explain what it is and how they help many different NFT collections. Absolutely. So I am super bullish on it, right? <clears throat> and and I understand uh, that some people might not even fully grasp it, know about it, or even heard about it yet because it's so early. And we were one of the very first projects to hop on board with it. And as far as what I received from hopping on with it, like like I was just talking about was the the replacements that helped for me to fill in the gaps that I was going to lose from my roadmap, right? Marketplace, tokenomics, built already white paper tokenomics and everything. But beyond that, right, I am very small. I'm I, it, For most part, Gangs of New Pork is just me. It's just Spazzato. I have community members helping me every day uh, to grow and everything. But I don't have a lot of dev support outside of me. And I am I am by far no dev wizard, right? So immediately from joining, I gained all the tools from Solana Land. We have the sales bot, the listing bot, the rarity bot, uh, the casino, uh, all of that. Boom, day one, right in our server, covered in, in, in my initial package deal that I, I joined with. And then I have resources on top of that for development. So I am coding and working on the Gangs of New Pork battle card game myself. But I've never coded NFT support into a game before. It's not a problem. Icon's got my back. They have a bunch of devs inside the network. They just slide one over to me to help me and assist me and get that wallet connection, NFT connection set up. Um, and, th- and that's kind of really cool. So w- there's a job board coming, right? So as, as uh, this month, the Icon Networks, uh, they call it the hub, uh, will be going live on the web. The hub will will hold everything you could possibly want to know about the Icon Network, as well as all the partner projects. We'll each have our own little page where you can learn about each one of us. But one of the really cool things I'm excited for is the job board. So these are all different devs, artists, uh, you know, creative minds and help. So if you're a small project and, and maybe you're lacking some of these things, you can come check this job board out and they're all doxxed and and verified people through the icon network you can't get up on this job board without getting doxxed by icon in the first place where they do a very thorough background check they're looking for nan- for, for like financial fraud and and stuff of that nature if you get flagged on that you're not hitting up there so you get a trustworthy uh development artist all that stuff that's a really cool aspect of it. And then the casino, the casino games, we're all we're seeing right now, like um, on the launch, is uh, we're going to have uh, like blackjack and roulette and uh, some other games. But I know, I know for sure, mm, I might get in trouble for saying it, but I know they're working on some poker uh, and uh, and that's coming as well. So you get this great resource of like whatever you're missing as a project, they are developing in-house for you to reach out and get your needs. And then beyond that, right, we all have a place where all the partners can meet in a Discord and, and chat. And so you're meeting all these other project owners, right? And you get to meet them on a one-on-one basis, learn about them, ask questions back and forth and help and support each other. So you, as a small project or as a large project, doesn't matter, right? You get to go out there and whatever you're missing, Icon Network helps you fill in the gaps. That's awesome. I'm really excited for the future of this collection, especially with the uh, amazing help of the Icon Network. And maybe I can even have someone from the Icon Network on the podcast more to kind of explain 
their I, mission and how they all started. I'm really excited to uh, kind of get to know everyone through the Icon Network. But yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited. Yeah, I know the guy to uh, set you up with. So, uh, Mr. Koja, he's the one we want to get on here and he will drive you home with details, thorough, thorough details that I can't provide. Awesome. I'm excited. But uh, to kind of talk about the future of maybe having future guests on and kind of just the future as a whole. Uh, what does the future look like for Gangs of New Pork? And what are you most excited for and maybe in uh, the coming months with the collection? Yeah, so my biggest excitement is going to be finally getting our uh, battle card game out into everyone's hands. It's pretty cool, man. So if if you've ever played Gwent or like Hearthstone, it's it's really very similar to those. It's not a difficult game to play, uh, but at the same time, it, there are it, it's not super easy. It's not an idle clicker or anything. You have to use a little bit of strategy to play. And your cards, your cards matter. That's what's cool to me. So a lot of NFT collections have rarities, right? And you go on Magic Eden and you'll see all these different rarities. But depending on most of their utilities, you just buy from the very bottom of the floor because it doesn't matter. So for us, if you have a much more rare card, if you you are able to grab a Mystic or a Legendary card in the game, it's way more powerful, right? Now, you're not going to have, it's not going to be like, there's nobody with a full deck of legendaries or anything. So it's not like OP, but it definitely going to give you an advantage. So I'm super excited for that. And then from the future of that, so once we get our battle card game out there in everybody's hands and it's rolling and we knock out any little bugs and we make sure it's balanced well, right? And people are start having fun and earning and, and wagering the icon token. Then we look at um, Big Bite Collective. I know you've interviewed them. They've got some new stuff coming out, right? And if you take a look at their new art, uh, guess what? That matches very perfectly to the battle card game. So we will include them. So if you hold one of theirs, right, you can hop over into the same battle card game and build the deck of cards with their new collection and fight against each other, fight against the pigs. Uh, And then that, that is open to any icon partner that wants to be a part of the battle card game. We can incorporate their cards as decks so the game just continues to build and grow and that way you know it doesn't matter what project you're in if you hold it and you want to play come wager when you click that you know find multiplayer uh, opponent you're not waiting right because you have this huge resource of all these different projects coming into it that's awesome yeah so that that's one i'm super excited for yeah, uh, especially with the future of the project and kind of how the Icon Network collections kind of work together with that card game and kind of that battle game. If anyone does want to learn about the Big Bike Collective, who is a member of the Icon Network, I'll leave the link to that in the show notes just for kind of easy access. But before I kind of let you go, I do have one more question for you. But before that, I would like to kind of give you the floor and allow you to tell the audience anything you'd like to say maybe kind of shout out anything or maybe just just give you the floor and uh yeah just go ahead all right well i totally appreciate that so once again as you've heard and thank you all for tuning in and listening uh the gangs of new pork man we are out there our, our floor price is actually quite affordable right now on magic eden and uh we, we're running deals all the time so right now there is a deal out there where if you come in and you sweep up three anything under one soul because they do start getting high but if you come in and sweep any three piggies for under one soul you hop into the discord you open a support ticket we are going to give you a fourth one free 
just for getting new holders in. The holders we've got, they're super loyal. They're locked up. They're staking. Uh, the daily stats today say we're at uh, over 74% of the entire collection locked up and locked away for up to 60 days. And everybody's earning the, the icon token. So hop in our server. Check us out. Uh, another promotion we currently have going on is for those of you that may be artists. Do you, do you like to dabble in art? Do you like to do some design work? If you come on in, you drop us your design uh, in, in our art channel, and the winner that gets picked will actually get put on merch in our store. Uh, you will get a free merch item based on that. Uh, and then let's see, if your item starts getting hot and selling, we will actually give you 10% of the royalties on whatever your item is selling at. So, you know, incentivizing. Uh, the, the game nights are starting up. We're firing up game nights. Uh, so come on in, hop into our poker. Our poker tournaments uh, will be happening every weekend. That way we're doing them on weekends. So it doesn't matter what time zone you're, you're in. We can kind of accommodate for everybody. And then during the week, we'll be having other smaller games running every uh, every couple nights. Uh, and then you kind of just got to hit it when it when we when we run. And I'm sorry because it is very difficult to work through all time zones. The Icon Casino's coming out. The liquidity pool's coming. Big things are coming. We, we talked about the webisodes coming in the future. Get your piggy in them when that launches off. So every day, man, just get out there. Come check us out. And, and know what? I'm not even offended if you don't want to buy us. Just come meet us. Come talk to <laughs> us. Let, let let us chat. If you don't want a pig, buy a pig, no problem. Go check out one of the other Icon partners. Maybe their thing interests you. That's totally fine. But just come in, meet us, meet me. I'm in there every day sharing the love, the piggies. Uh, just let's fucking go. Yeah, like your your energy and your enthusiasm for this project, this gets me so excited for the future. And it makes me just like even more bullish on the project as a whole. And if anyone doesn't believe this energy is 24-7, hop in that Discord, follow them on social media. You'll see it, man. I swear. It's it's. It's pure Steven or Steve, sorry. His energy is 100% authentic. It keeps going and he's going to, I'm really excited for what you're going to continue to build. But for the last question, I asked it to, I asked it to every podcast guest I had. And that is, if you could have one superpower, what would it be and why? If I could have one superpower, what would it be and why? Uh, I would like to be able to travel through time, right? Uh, whether I do it like the Flash, where I can just move so fast and jump around, or if I could do it like the kid in the Umbrella Academy and just kind of time jump, uh, I think that would be it. Uh, not to interfere, not to cause disturbance, but I would just uh, love to be able to hop in in any time period, whether it be future or the past, and just kind of peek, peer, and see, right? Because all of our history is so skewed in the books and the text. I would love to be able to go back there and see the reality of what truly happened. How did these events really occur? Uh, what really took place? And then the same thing in the future. We're not going to all be around here forever, right? Whatever lives dies. So I would love to be able to hop in the future and get a chance to see my kids at, you know, 56 year old, years old. What did we do? Did we fix the world? Did the world get better? You know, what's going on out there? So, uh, yeah, time travel. That's what I would want to be able to do. Jump, jump to any period in time. That's so cool. I really, I like that. I think that's, that's some, I, I can agree with that. I think that's, I have a few options. I can't really pick like only one superpower, but definitely time travels uh, really far up the list for me. But Steve, Steve, I really want to thank you again for coming on the podcast today, taking time out of your day and kind of coming on 
in letting the audience know about your collection. And also, I want to thank the audience for listening today. You all are the whole reason we are here talking and recording about uh, all things NFTs and crypto. But if you all do want to continue to follow the podcast and even Steve, I will leave the links to all the social medias in the show notes for easy access for that. Also, if you want to continue to support us, feel free to leave five stars on Spotify. It lets Spotify know that, hey, NFT Nation might be pretty small, but guess what? They make good content because people are leaving five-star reviews. Also, feel free to share this episode with a friend uh, that maybe wants to learn more about NFTs and maybe a certain NFT collection like the Gangs of Newport and kind of continue to follow us on our journey. So yeah, I really want to thank you all for listening again. Uh, Steve, do you want to say anything before we head out here? I just want to say thank you so much for uh, giving me the time to be on here. Uh, I am totally behind this podcast. I think it's a wonderful thing. Uh, I love what you're doing here, and I know you are going to grow just like us. We're small, you're small, and we support each other. And thank you to everybody that tunes in and listens to this. I love you all, and I, I just hope you all have a blessed time. Yeah, I completely agree with I, I completely gr- agree with Steve on that one. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you.